Welcome to the Enchanted Ears Podcast, where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela. And I'm Joe. And on today's episode, we're talking about the top 10 reasons we love Magic Kingdom. Yeah. So we did an episode about Animal Kingdom a few weeks ago, so now we're tackling Magic Kingdom this week. We're not going to have any news this week because we are away at this point. If everything goes well, we are enjoying a fabulous European getaway, (laughs) which you will hear all about in a few weeks. There's going to be a lot to talk about. We're doing Adventures by Disney, going to Disneyland Paris. So there's a lot of Disney on the trip, a lot of Europe on the trip. I may come back being a professional mime. After being that, you know, in France that long, or we Who might knows? not come back. We might just to say decide to live out the rest of our lives over there. <laughs> we might, we might just move, but you know, I mean, we can we can record a podcast from there. We'll just you know do the entire thing in Portuguese. Maybe we'll we'll like I will not pick up the language a, that quickly. Be immersed, and that'll be it, it'll just take. We'll take to it. I mean, they say that's the best way to do it is just to immerse yourself in the language. Yeah, we won't be. We'll have a guide that speaks English. I mean, maybe if I did that for months, but I will probably pick up very little. Yeah. I'll immerse myself for a week, but uh, I'm not hopeful that I'm going to learn too much. But you know, we'll find out. We'll know in a couple of weeks when we talk about it. Maybe you know we'll have su- some, some terms. What surprises me? How little Japanese I remember from our trip a couple of years ago. You lose it quick. If you don't use it, you lose it. Yeah, I learned it for the trip thinking like, you know, just a couple polite phrases. I don't remember them. So anyway, so that's the reason why there is no news this week. Um, again, you'll we'll be covering uh, trip recaps in detail over the next couple weeks here. But we're going to talk about Magic Kingdom today, which is, I guess, for all you know, lack of a better term, our home park. I mean, even though we don't live in Florida, <laughs> we're there quite a bit. We're part-time residents. It seems like we go to the uh, we go to Walt Disney World so often. So we're going to talk about Magic Kingdom today, and it is probably the most recognizable park. At Walt Disney World, potentially even of all the Disney parks. I mean, it's definitely the one people want to go to. I would argue it's the most recognizable park in the world. I think people know that park. They know the castle. I mean, it is the most popular theme park ever. Yep. So let's start with number one, and that is the castle. Yeah. So I think the, the castle there is so iconic. You have Cinderella Castle. I think to your point, everybody knows that castle, you know, Disneyland has a castle. It mm-hmm. is very underwhelming, though, if you go see it. <laughs> I guess after you see Cinderella Castle. If that was the only castle you had seen, yeah, that's not going to be underwhelming. That's Sleeping Beauty Castle over at Disneyland. But Cinderella Castle is on a completely other level. And as soon as you walk in and you see it at the end of Main Street, it's incredible. Yeah, in this case, bigger is better. And I imagine, I believe Shanghai has an even bigger castle that's more of an amalgamation of all of the castles. So I imagine if that was your home park, you'd come to Walt Disney World and be like, um, is that it? So yeah, I mean, it's all a matter of perspective. I hate to hate on Sleeping Beauty Castle, but yes, the Cinderella Castle is beautiful. Yeah, and speaking of that incredible view as you walk into the park, Our number two reason why we love Magic Kingdom is Main Street itself. So I think this kind of goes hand in hand with the castle. Again, as you come in, you enter, you know, under the the railroad and you see Main Street, you see the castle at the end. It really pulls you into the park. But even over and above that, Main Street in and of itself kind of has a life of its own. The shops, kind of that old time Americana feel. There's just something about that that really puts you in a specific place in time and is just something that you do not see in really any other theme park. And then, 
you know, put that together with the smells from the confectionery, with a little background knowledge, you know, it's all, it's kind of slopes up and they have that forced perspective that actually makes the castle look even larger than it actually is. It's on the second level. So there's just a whole lot going on there that you realize it's kind of a convergence of a lot of really awesome things and it makes you appreciate it even on a different level. Yeah, and it's absolutely dripping with Disney history as well in terms of just the Imagineers in the windows and the people that help build the park and how they're enshrined in Main Street. Well, they're, they're not literally in the windows. It's not like they're embalmed and they <laughs> just hang no, but, out and stare at you but, but their on na- a mansion yeah, style. But their names in the windows and, and, you know, Walt's name at the front at the end of the park and, and just, you know, everything there that there's so many just little Easter eggs for like Disney fans on top of just the shopping and everything else that just Main Street has to offer. Yeah, absolutely. A third reason that we love the Magic Kingdom is that it is the best park for the classics. So a lot of the rides that people think of when they think of Disney World, you know, those rides are the Jungle Cruise, the Tiki Room, and Pirates of the Caribbean, Space Mountain. They're all located in the Magic Kingdom. So, you know, if you're going to go to a park and only one park, this is the one you have to go to because it has the greatest hits pretty much, or at least the ones that are the most famous and people love it for that. I completely agree. And while these rides may not be the most exciting rides, you know, if you're maybe looking for thrilling rides, I don't know that magic Kingdom's your place to go, but it is, if you're looking for that, like original Disney, the same ride you're going to see at Disneyland. If you're somebody that can't travel to California and ride kind of the classic attractions and you're looking for those classic attractions, Magic Kingdom is the place you want to go in Walt Disney World because many of the attractions were copies of what they had in Disneyland because the Magic Kingdom was the first park they built in Disney World. So they, they made a lot of copies. They have a lot of similar attractions like we talked about. I don't think we mentioned Peter Pan. Uh, you know, it's a small world, not an original attraction to Disneyland, but it is, you know, it's a classic attraction came out in the sixties. You have that at magic kingdom. And the same thing with the haunted mansion again, not original, but when you think of Disney, a lot of people think about the haunted mansion. And so that ride is so popular and it's located in the magic kingdom as well. Definitely. The next reason is the festival of fantasy parade. So the magic kingdom is the only park with a daytime parade. A lot of people joke, it's the three o'clock parade. People ask, hey, what time's that three o'clock parade? Well, it's at three o'clock <laughs> whenever you're asking. But they have the, the Festival of Fantasy Parade in the middle of the day. It's a great parade. Again, the Magic Kingdom just has a lot going for it. It has a lot more kind of energy and a different like buzz and atmosphere than a lot of the other parks down at Walt Disney World have. And, and a big reason for that is the Festival of Fantasy Parade. I have two words for you to describe the Festival of Fantasy Parade. Maleficent's dragon. And you never know when it's going to randomly catch on fire. It happened (laughs) once. It could potentially happen again. But yeah, the the dragon is the most impressive. The showpiece, yeah. Yeah. And and even, I mean, even if you see it, seeing it in person is just incredible. I mean, last time we were there, it's been a while because it, I mean, it did catch on fire. So it was (laughs) down for a while. The parade wasn't showing because of the pandemic. So we haven't seen it in a few years. Uh, And just seeing that again in person uh, is pretty impressive. I don't know which one was first. 
the dragon in Harry Potter world or Maleficent's dragon, but both of them are very, very impressive. It's really cool just to see something like that spitting real fire and Maleficent's dragon shoots it far. Yeah. And speaking of just the buzz and the energy in the Magic Kingdom, that's actually our fifth reason why we love it. It's just the atmosphere. So there's always something going on. There's just a different feel walking into that park between the parade we just talked about, the fireworks show at night. There's always a a great show at night. The Dapper Dan singing, the cars going up and down Main Street. I also feel like the Magic Kingdom, and maybe this is true or not, but in my mind, it has the most characters that you can see. Like, I always just feel like there's a lot of characters to see there. So there's just, there's just something about being in the Magic Kingdom that is on another level than a lot of the other parks down at Walt Disney World. I think it's the most similar park to, again, you know, I, I feel like we're, we're always so partial to Disney World because it is our home park, as you mentioned. But it is the most part, like the park that is the most similar and has the most character density. And Disneyland does a great job with that. Um, this is the park where you're going to have your great meet and greet with Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse at the very front of the park. So again, it's just, it's, it's a, on a different level than the other parks. And of course, you know, you get cool other experiences in the other places, but I think, yeah, for sure that Magic Kingdom is the most famous for having those really cool character meet and greets. The other thing about this park, and it kind of sounds counterintuitive because Walt never was physically in open Walt Disney World, but it has a very strong connection to Walt Disney. There are things there that he had worked on, um, looking at like the carousel of progress. So, you know, I always joke that if you need a good nap or to get out of the, the heat for a while, go on the carousel of progress. But that was the 1964 or 65 World's Fair. Yeah, he, he actually touched and worked on that attraction. It's the only attraction in Walt Disney World that Walt physically worked on. Say what you want about it, but that is... I say it's great. That's what I say. (laughs) We just actually finished watching the... Behind the attraction on that one. on that one. And it was just fascinating to learn how he worked and roped in all of these sponsors. He ended up basically, it sounded like, doing stuff for like half of the World's Fair, like booths for Pepsi, Ford, the state of Illinois. I mean, he got these great sponsors to pay for his technology and the development of his technology and so that connection to him is fascinating and of course you have the train at the front of the park and any like if everyone knows that walt was really passionate loved trains he had his own train in his like real backyard he really loved trains a whole lot and when you say he had a train in his backyard that's this isn't like the model trains you see in the germany (laughs) pavilion he actually had a train large enough that you could sit and ride on so this was a train he would ride around. That wasn't like a huge train, like where you had, you know, a whole compartment. It was, you know, they were a couple feet that you could sit on them. Kind of like the one they used, remember they used to have one of those in our local mall. <laughs> I feel yeah, like kinda, it was, I mean, like a that. nicer version of I it. I know it was yeah. smaller than that. Yeah, something you'd see in a mall. But yeah, I mean, he had, so when you say he had a train, I mean, he had a train that he would just ride around in his backyard with. One of my favorite details that we learned, and this is uh, actually going into our next little uh thing that we love about the magic kingdom on the king we learned about on the keys to the kingdom tour that walt's window because everyone has windows or or something you know the imagineers as joe was saying have a nod to them in down main street the first window you see is for walt disney 
And he's the only one who has two because the, the last window you also see on your way out is for Walt Disney. And that's, again, something that Roy kind of did as a nod to his brother who didn't make it to the opening day of Disney World. But, you know, it, it is a really great tribute to him. He is all over that park. As you mentioned, the Keys to the Kingdom tour is the seventh reason why we love the Magic Kingdom. It is a great tour. Walt Disney World does a lot of incredible behind-the-scenes tours. So if you've not done any of them, just pick one, and you're going to have a good time. It's going to be great. You're going to learn a lot. Um, You're going to get to see the parks and the resort in a way you've never seen them before. So definitely recommend doing any one that you possibly can. But the Keys to the Kingdom tour, it's a five-hour walking tour through the Magic Kingdom. You get to go behind the scenes. You get to go into the Utilidors. You learn incredible facts like that about Walt Disney's name being there to greet you as you enter the park and and kind of being the last thing you see to say goodnight to you as you leave the park. It's a phenomenal tour. It's one of the top tours Disney uh, does, and it is just another reason why uh, Magic Kingdom is an absolutely incredible park. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of funny because when you th- when you think about it, some people might say, I don't want to do a five-hour tour. That, that kind of sounds boring. You have to pay extra for it. And I already pay so much to get into Disney World. And I understand all of those concerns, but it is really worth it. It is really enlightening. And if you are a person that does respect Walt Disney, and I'm not a business person, that's more, you know, Joe's forte, but it is really fascinating to hear all of the little touches that they have in there to make the park work. And of course, getting to see the Utilidors is just so cool, even though, I mean, it's just a tunnel. (laughs) I mean, it's not anything really crazy and special, but seeing how they have it organized, it's just something that you have to kind of see for yourself. Totally. And the, the next item on our list is the monorail. So Disney has a lot of forms of transportation from buses to boats, but the monorail is a very unique and special form of transportation that you really don't see anywhere else. And the fact that the Magic Kingdom is a bit of a hub for the monorail is one of the reasons why the Magic Kingdom is one of the best parks in Walt Disney World. You can ride the monorail just around the resort loop and stop at all the incredible resorts, or you can take it down to Epcot. So it provides uh, a unique view of Walt Disney World and a unique mode of transportation. Yeah, and one thing that's so wonderful about the monorail is our actually our number nine reason is that the Magic Kingdom is so close to great hotels and restaurants, and a lot of those are connected via the monorail. You have the Contemporary right there, the Polynesian, and the Grand Flow. So you have so many really awesome hotels right there. And one thing that we just recently kind of brainstormed on our last trip is the Magic Kingdom this, this can go on, you know, we'll pretend like we didn't say this, but has bad food. It's not as good as the other parks. That's the one ding against it. But it is so close to these other, these hotels and they do have great food. So you can pop out of the park very easily, get a great meal. And, um, you know, over at Poly- the Polynesian actually has really nice, even quick serves. So go to the Polynesian, get some really, you know, good fish or something that you're looking like you want to eat. Uh, you can get a drink, and then you can come back into the park. It's it's a really convenient thing. And if you stay in those hotels, that's also very convenient. And our last reason on the list is the mountains. The so, mountains are calling, and I will come. Yes. So the Magic Kingdom, everybody knows about the mountains. You have Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, and Big Thunder Mountain. So uh, the three main mountains down at Walt Disney World – 
Expedition Everest kind of gets thrown in there as well as a yeah. mountain. So I guess they have three out of I the mean, four mountains. It is a real mountain in the real world. It is a mountain. But I, I feel like when people talk about the Disney mountains, they don't give any really love to Expedition Everest. And I think it's because there's not mountain in the name. You know, if it yeah. was called like Everest mountain? mountain. Yeah, like Expedition Everest Mountain. I think they would Mount Everest. They would call it. Yeah, they would call it a mountain. But I think the fact that mountain isn't in the name people don't really include that but it is it is a mountain so we'll say three out of the four mountains are at the magic kingdom and these are three of the top tier attractions at the magic kingdom so you know i said earlier you know maybe magic kingdom doesn't have the most thrilling attractions when we're talking about the classics but they do have a lot of thrilling attractions and these are three of them right here yeah and then you know i, I gotta give a little love to it we are talking disney world here but over in disneyland we have the matterhorn which is another real mountain uh looks just like the matterhorn too it's pretty impressive give our respect where it's due we have everest over in disney world and matterhorn over in disneyland and they are all beautiful wonderful places that i want to be right now yeah disney uh they love their mountains they do but yeah but but with that mountains are amazing they are they're they're visually uh, appealing yeah i think it's a good it's a good visual pull and i think that's why uh disney builds these kind of large mountains everywhere quick question Mountain or beach person? You go. Joe. Uh, Joe just made a face, so uh, you can't. See I'm gonna that. say mountain because you like mountains better, and so that's where you're happier. Oh, okay, fine. Why don't we just, you know? I mean, I do like the beach, but you don't like sitting on the beach, so it's not it's not as fun. So we usually go I, mountains. Yeah, but I enjoy the mountains too. Well, I like the beach. I just, you know, want to snorkel at the beach. Sitting still and doing nothing is not. Yeah, but you also want, idea but you want me to snorkel. Of you, fun. you won't let me sit still. Well, I that's because, you know, you know, it's like pictures or it's not real. I want you in the water with me so I can point out the cool fish and you're afraid of the fish. Yes, I do not want to see fish. I'll stay on the beach where there are no fish. But yeah, but but Disney has, you know, a lot of these great mountains here. So they have a great mix at the Magic Kingdom of, you know, the thrill rides and the classics like we talked about earlier. So that wraps up the show for this week. We'd love to hear from our listeners. What's your top reason that you love the magic kingdom uh let us know on facebook we're enchanted ears or our website enchantedears.com i want to thank everybody again for listening this week on next week's show we're gonna be having our interview with dr dan who you may know from the magic of disney's animal kingdom uh show on disney plus so we got a chance to talk to him that will be next week so that's a good reason to subscribe if you've not done so already so you're notified when that episode comes out and while you're at it Please leave us a rating or a review wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps, and we really appreciate it. Thank you for letting us your ears. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you here next Monday. Bye-bye.